0: Yo. What up,
1: what up? Yeah. Another week. Which episode is this?
0: Ooh, six. six. I, think, I think six. We're gonna lose count eventually. Listen, but. I
1: was gonna say five again, but I want to be wrong <laughs> twice in a row. So I'll nah, let you handle that.
0: It's six, man. I think uh yeah, man, that's crazy, man. Shout out to you guys for listening and and sending the feedback and all that man it's been awesome having fun
1: yeah speaking of feedback so what are the platforms that you can actually leave feedback because it's not all of them
0: no no you can so you can leave comments on uh, apple podcast spotify uh youtube for sure so if you guys um have anything you want to say or, or you want to rate us uh yeah go to apple podcast go to spotify um go to youtube uh follow us on instagram at the carbon footprint podcast um, yeah just let us know man uh, you guys have been hitting us up through text and, and stuff and i loving it man uh, and people hit us up with like specific things so I know they're actually listening they're not just giving me BS because uh, uh, that or they're fast forwarding like to 20 minutes in and then whatever that <laughs> it's quite possible yeah it's quite possible but anyway shout out to you guys for at least stroking the ego we'll take it <laughs> i tell you what man last
1: week um, my wife was listening to, to one of the episodes I think it was the bear with us and I'm sitting over there and I'm, I think I was, I don't know if I was working, or I was reading, or something. And um, she had the headphones in. And every now and then she just burst out in laughter. And finally, I'm like, what are you listening to? Like, I want in on this. And then she just looks at me and she's like, you guys are so stupid. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, that's a good yep. thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, same thing, my, my wife all the time is like, you guys are, are too much, like, it's hilarious. And, and she'll be like, you gotta let Sean talk. <laughs> I told her, leave you alone.
1: Let you do your thing. All right, man, check it. Let me, let me start off with, and I don't even know what we want to call this. I don't even know what we want to call this segment. But these are like the, the, the idiotic carbon footprints of the week. There, I just named it. So in Wisconsin, and I start off with that. I
0: see your face. <laughs> already, yeah, I'm already. Go ahead.
1: Um, go ahead. Go. Ahead. <laughs> Some worker in like an anytime fitness, so the guy does like CrossFit. So he puts together a workout, and he calls it the "I can't breathe" workout. <laughs> I'm like, bro, during this time, and listen, I get it, man. Like, it's not important to everybody,
0: and you know, whatever. But damn, like.
1: Can you just not do that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Like
1: just don't do that.
0: You know what? I've come to realize man, it's I don't know if it's me getting older and I'd like to think wiser or the filters getting removed, but common sense isn't that common, man. Like the, you know that old saying, it's like I it shocks me how often you see stupid things like that to someone and you go, "You didn't you didn't think there was anything wrong with that?" Like You like and the crazy part about that whole thing is, is that like he went through the entire motion of creating a workout. You know, he had to say it a bunch of times. He went there and not once did he go, oh, this probably sounds a little messed up. I should probably move.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, I I wonder if it's if it's the guy just doesn't think it's a big deal. Well, clearly he doesn't. Right. Clearly. But then maybe I wonder if it's is it the people that you're around Is, is everybody around you have that same take? And
0: is that why you feel comfortable in doing that? Yeah, I guess. you I mean, you kind of are who you surround yourself with, right? So, yeah, maybe they don't see in it. Or maybe they thought it was funny to them. Or right. yeah, not a big deal. Or maybe... Or was he doing it to be... So, I hadn't heard that story. So, was he doing it because he thought it was uh, like... Um. I guess in support of it or was he doing it because he thought it was like, did he think like, Oh, I can't breathe. I'm going to do this as a, as a gesture of whatever support. Or was he just thinking, no bro. I'm pretty sure he got fired. Okay. (laughs) Well, I don't, you know, somebody's mindset, they might think like, Oh, I'll name it this and people will love it because I'm showing support. Or was he just that ignorant and then scone? Yeah. Either way, it's a bad idea, but it's just, I guess, um, like I always think of like judge him on the intent, right? Like what was the intent? Behind it. Uh, and then sometimes you just go, you gotta have common sense. Like there's the intent behind something and you're being hurtful. Like, I think I'm more willing to forgive if you were just stupid versus if you intentionally did that to kind of hurt, you know, that community or make fun of the movement. Cause you do, it has shocked me how many people I've seen online with the, um, the, doing the George Floyd or whatever, though, that I can't breathe with the oh, knees on people. Yeah, yeah, Like how insane is that to me that we have people that still do that? At, I don't know why it, that shocks me, but it's kind of like, wow, man, we're still in a in a country where people think. Yeah, that. no, it does. It it's,
1: it does still shock me, um, but but again, right? You, um, you you are sort of a a product of your past experiences and 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 who you're around and the neighborhoods you live in and the people you associate with so
0: yeah and i yeah. don't um so like so me man i don't you know me like i'm not easily offended by anything actually probably nothing right and i and i will defend anyone's um right to make a joke like i don't think that there isn't anything that's not funny right so i think there's going to be things that are not funny to me or not funny to you but i think i will forever defend someone's kind of uh right to make that joke um but there's but it has to be funny right it has to be uh or it has to be the intent behind it. it has to be to make you laugh not to the ignorance behind stuff where you know like people are doing that and they think it's a funny meme around it's like there's nothing funny about that entire thing so like i would never defend that part of it but for the most part because i know people will be like uh you you'll say like offensive stuff or i like like i like to point out like the hypocrisy in a lot of things so it's not like i deliberately try to kind of uh i guess annoy people but um, to me, I go, there's nothing that's off limits, but something like that. It's like, all right, man, that's clearly that isn't an attempt at humor. That's that's an ignorant attempt at making fun of someone in a movement that was obviously. Uh, yeah. And listen, we you know, I, I like the, the dark comedians, right? The
1: guys that make fun of stuff that you're not supposed to make fun of. Yeah. And again, it's in a it, it's in a setting where you almost expect it. You know, this is this person's style. And I can, I can accept, you know, I, I truly um, expect,
0: what is the guy's name that we like? Oh, Jesselnik? Jesselnik. Which he didn't. Yes. Even he had the wherewithal to go, yep, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> like, see, I missed that. He hasn't. That's a, funny. Like, like, <laughs> no, he didn't put that, but I mean, like, the fact that he didn't show up, because you're right, anytime anything crazy happens, my first thought is, with Jesselnik What is said? Jesselnik? And I go to Twitter, right. and I'm like, all right, where's Jesselnik at? Because he's hilarious. But, yeah, no, no, he, and, and he is, but like you know you
1: sort of expect that from expect you know him to make fun of things that are not normally made fun of um but but in this case man it's just like like actually somebody actually got killed
0: but it's so stupid that someone would would do that man yeah like you said somebody got killed and then yeah that that you thought that was a good idea (sighs) all right my next person Dabo sweeney
1: i'm not a clemson fan but i do like college football I do like what he does with that team. He seems like a really good guy, and I'm sure that, I'm sure that he is. Again, kind of going back to what we talked about before. So, he, so what he did was he had a shirt that said, I don't know if he had a shirt or if he, or if he, or if he tweeted or wrote, but he wrote, a, football matters. Like Black Lives Matter, football matters. Yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> Can't, <laughs> like, I'm like, come on, like, come on, like you're surrounded by, right? Like, it's going back to what we talked about last time with when you work when 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 you work in a place that's that that's mostly African Americans, and if you don't really get it, like, wouldn't you ask a question?
0: Yeah, I would think and so. And in man. this
1: guy, and in this guy's case, like he's helping to raise
0: young men. Yeah, yeah, young men, and of, of all walks of, of life, all right? walks of, of life, of right. white young men, right, and black young men. Yeah. And you got to figure there's there's white young men in that locker room that go like, yeah, right on, Debo And then, you know, then there's the black young men who are, you know, rightfully hurt by this entire thing. Um. Yeah. And did you see the parade then in in South Carolina of the Confederate flags? Like people protesting their right to use a Confederate flag was a lot of cars, man, like a lot going through. I don't know what little town in in South Carolina, but literally with the Confederate flag on their trucks and cars and all that and beeping and having, I guess, a peaceful protest for their right to uh, display the flag. But now it's not a. You
1: are still allowed to put it up at your house, yeah. right?
0: But like, listen, man, it's the right? participation it trophy for the Civil War, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, so you, so if you want to put that up there, but like, I'm
1: just wondering, right? Like, they're not, uh, they're not taking it out of the no, stores. They're no. still being manufactured. I'm sure people can still buy them. No, listen, if there's a market for it, you can buy it. You can buy it. Yeah. You can buy it, even if it, even if it gets made illegal, just like drugs. Yep, if there's a market for and it, and listen, you can I, buy
0: it. I, again, man. I I don't believe in the censorship shit. Listen, put it up. Then I know. Listen, I'm not moving in that neighborhood because there's too many of those there and I'm not going to be welcome amongst those people. Like, let them all move into their own little community and set up the walls or whatever around it if that's what they want to do. Who's going to pay for that it's just wall? the ignorant. Oh, man. I don't know. Jeff Bezos. He's got enough money. <laughs> all right, man. So stupid. Last but not least, this
1: woman and... I don't know if you saw this thing online. So it's a Jersey woman. This is your people. Ugh. Jersey? So, and I believe it was a Hispanic woman, just based on what, I, based on what she looked like. And, and, you know, she had the big hoop earrings on. And, you know, I've been around people like that. Her so, name like, in I it? know. And I, I want to say her last name was like DeLuca or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so she, had, she, she gets into a, um, an almost accident with um, someone who ran a red light. And apparently the, her story is like um, the person ran a red light, the person was black. And then when she missed sort of avoided the accident, the person that ran the red light looked at her like it was her fault, almost like, what are you doing? And so it just got this woman so pissed off that, of course, what is the first thing you do? Let me get on social media and do a rant. And, bro, she rants about first of all, like, what happens and then she's just like like F order them, like kill them all. Jesus Christ. And, and so the woman works for Party City. <laughs> so of course not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so of course. Somebody I mean like hey, listen, we all get mad and sometimes, you know, you say things that that that, that, that you regret in, in sort of the heat of the moment. People stop going on social yep. media. Stop going on doing the that the- shit. The- take, you know, take ten minutes and um and and calm the hell down man because wow so she posted obviously that gets shared whether it was maliciously or not and the 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 wrong or right people get a hold of it and then of course party city gets a hold of it and uh somebody else is jobless as if we don't have enough
0: unemployment dude and you know what man and again this is why i love the idea of not censoring them and putting it out there because then you let the market decide let the people decide right party city has decided they don't want someone like that working for them kudos to party city and these people again you coming out of the closet now and stuff it's gonna be harder for you to get employed it's gonna be harder for you to uh you know find friends or whatever and i'm sure those people just surround themselves with people who think like them anyway but you know again i I don't i don't want you guys to go back into hiding i think one of the best things about the trump presidency is that it did bring people like that out and then you're like all right cool then we can all decide whether or not we want to keep associating with you or whether or employer wants to keep you employed right you can't hide in the closet anymore they will go back into hiding right like this is gonna force people to go okay now i gotta go back um you know under the sheets so to speak okay <laughs> so but no pun intended no pun intended but you know this will force people to have yeah you can't I, i'd never understood the like uh going on a social media and just like ripping at someone like I, maybe it's therapeutic i guess if you can't you don't have a therapist. You or don't have a friend. You can't you can't phone a friend on that. Yeah, yeah, like like we do that, right? Like to each other, yeah. right? Like I, I know I'll hit you up and be like, listen, talk me off the ledge on this one, or you know, but yeah i've never once in my life thought oh i'm gonna just go maybe i've, I've might have shared feelings i've had on something that was going on but i've never been pissed off at someone and go on there like you know what i hate when people especially like the subliminal ones like listen tag the person you're talking shit about like i hate the subliminal messages like, i gotta I, I have family whole put like i hate when people assume that blah 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 or like you know they go down on these rants I'm and like, like, nah, talking man. about somebody and they're talking they about somebody call them clearly out. but they won't call nah, nah man tag the person because nah, <laughs> now i need closure i want to know what you were talking about i want to know was popping like oh yeah I, i've never thought of it but it's wild i had so my uh and, and i know we were gonna start this last week we didn't but my carbon footprint you know so so thing or person or whatever leaving a mark 2020 man it was what i picked because you know obviously 2020 is uh shitty uh for many reasons mainly people losing their lives um whether through covid or some of these uh uh you know racial injustices that have been happening over the last uh few months years but um Dude, this is, the more and more I get into 2020, I'm like, this is the reset we needed. I'm not the lives lost, but the, I think the the people that you're seeing, the companies, the reset from, you know, companies going, yeah, you know what, we've been going about this the wrong way and people whose jobs, maybe they were unhappy yet, and they got forced out. And, you know, all these things I'm going, 2020 is going to be, I think we're going to look back and we're going to go horrible. But for some people, I think they're going to go, I needed that restart. I needed that kick. And so to me, man, I, you know, we, we, we always harp on the, trying to find the positive in things. And I think if anything, man, this year is a year of listen, if you're not happy with something, like this is the time. You know, you can be on unemployment right now, or you can be on um or or you can go look for another job that you want, or you want to start something on your own, or you wanna like this is the year. So uh, you know, twenty twenty man, I think we'll look back on it and we'll go, we we needed that. I think Earth needed the reset, but just in general, man, we needed it. So No, I definitely agree. I mean, I I think that you can take like we can take a silver lining
1: out of anything. And um, I mean there's been there's been a lot of positive that 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 came out of this. I think we kind of touched on this a few episodes ago. Like I said, to know people personally, man, that 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 are that have sort of reset. Right, look at their lives and go, ah, I don't really, you know, I don't need that job to survive. Nope. Right, I could do something else. Maybe I don't get paid as much, but hey, you know what? I kind of realized during this time that I don't need as much. So. You know, kudos to those folks, man, and and I hope I hope that any, everybody out there listening, you know, if if you hate your job, now's the time. Now's the time. Quit. It is. It now's the time. Like just you know, go find something that's. I
0: don't want to say your passion, man. That's so easy. That's so yeah, easy yeah. to say. And, Cliche. And yeah, like I don't even. I don't know what
1: my passion is. You know what your passion is, bro? Like I don't.
0: I don't, man. I, I tell no I tell my clue. kids all the time. Like when they're like, I want to be this when I grow up. I'm like, and they'll be like, What, what did you want to do? I'm like, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> like I'm, like yeah. I, I'm just I'm just here experimenting with anything and everything, and I like to try stuff. And you know me, man, I like to try a little bit of everything. Um, and I haven't found that one thing that I go, oh, I, I want to wake up and do that every day. Right. But I do know I just want to try stuff every day, right? Like, man, this, this whole thing is short, so I want to experience as much as I possibly can. So I go, you know, I just like to try stuff, man. It's, yeah.
1: Well, speaking of work, and you got the, the, the guys in, like, NBA, right? NBA, MLB, NFL, all trying to, like, sort of start up or not start up, right? What, dude, what's your take on? Because right now, so the NFL is kind of ramping up to start the NBA is talking about starting, I want to say it's like a 22 game season and then they're going to go right into the playoffs and they're going to start here in Orlando. Yeah. Right. It's right? going to have sort of one central location where they're going to play all these games and then major league baseball just can't get their shit together. So we'll leave, we'll leave them off the table, but, <laughs> but the players now, some of the players are coming out going, Hey, you know what? I think it's, this is like a, a form of entertainment. Um, it's not a, it's not a necessity. And with all the stuff going on right now, maybe we shouldn't play. Maybe we, maybe playing will, will, will be a distraction. What do you think about that?
0: Man, so I, I respect their, I guess, the, the opinion of that, right? Um, that they, um, I think, I guess, feel that way. And kudos, if you're a player, I think, and you're making $20 million a year, $30 million a year, and you've got a little nest egg there, that's kind of easier for you to say. And I don't necessarily think that they don't um, believe that. But I think then they're also leaving out the other people who the league employs, right? Like you're, it's not just players, right? There's, there's team, uh, the, the teams employ a lot of people, front office people, back office people, um, you know, I mean, everything from a janitor, right, to a GM. to So it's not that simple. I also think that you have this platform that you should use, right? Like we, you, this is an opportunity, I think, to bring more light to it. Like, yeah, there's going to be, we're, we're it's going to take some uh, eyeballs away from the news, right? We're not going to follow the protests maybe on the news or the riots on the news or anything, but maybe this just becomes a different medium, where you're exposing some truths like maybe you start a game off with a snippet of a video of something right or maybe you know and then you you donate i think we talked about this before where you go if you feel that way then go to the ownership and go hey i'd like to take a percentage of our profits or whatever and donate it to causes that that help kind of push this forward i don't think that sitting out is the best move but that's just me i mean i think you know, yeah
1: no man and 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 I did when I first heard it. I was just like, ah, yeah, you know, makes sense. And this is sort of the 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 player's way to to take this take a stance or to help take the stance on on the on the subject. But then I'm going, man, that that platform. Like, who gets that kind of TV time? Who gets that kind of FaceTime on you know on you know in front of in front of millions of people and, and, in, and in some cases, worldwide audiences, right? You could use that, yep. like use that to your advantage. And and I don't think that any time, and I could be wrong. So if I'm wrong, people, leave a comment, call me out. But I don't think that any time in history when, when civil rights was being fought for, that people stopped
0: going to work. No, absolutely not. Like you want attention, right? right? Like, but I think that,
1: right, it's just, like no matter what it is, obviously... It, it, being a being a, an athlete and 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 the kind of coverage you get, the kind of TV coverage you get is is crazy. But even if you're going back into the '60s, right? Even if you're not, even if you're just the the normal protester and right, if you're marching with Martin Luther King or or Malcolm X or what have you, like these people still went to work, like they like they had
0: to support themselves. Just, yeah, you still have to do stuff. I think too is it is just they should shift the conversation to how can we use this platform like to your point you have this platform so then instead of going hey we don't want to take away from this going how can we use this platform that we have to bring more attention and more um i guess advancement in this whole thing you know even dude up until a couple of hours ago i didn't realize that uh lgbtq could be discriminated against in 26 states in this country you could be discriminated against by an employer um if you were gay lesbian trans you know they passed something today 26 states so, hold on, so, so hold on let
1: me get this mind blown so you can like not hire them
0: i guess i don't like know the extent really? of it but there wasn't a law that said that you couldn't basically discriminate against someone for being lesbian gay trans queer like you, again well, i don't. there's it, so many lgbtq plus i guess we're supposed to call it now right, like right, anyone right. who belongs in that community essentially you were not protected by law um in 26 states, which is crazy to me that in 2020, up until literally a few hours ago, the Supreme Court passed something, um, obviously on the heels where Donald Trump took rights away on Friday um, uh, for, like, I think, those medical coverage. And I don't want to get this all wrong, but that's something to do with um, where you could discriminate against certain, um, I guess, uh, needs or, or uh medical procedures or I, you could somehow discriminate against someone based on on um, their their sexual orientation or what they felt like their sexual orientation was um, medically. And there was something passed a few years ago that said you couldn't no longer do that. So it, they would recognize it. And you could get, I think, certain things done under your insurance policies. And Donald Trump essentially reversed that last week um, on the anniversary of Pulse, by the way, which, again, that's that's definitely by design. But um, yeah, then today, the Supreme Court passed something basically given rights again, which you know, this is gonna, again, this movement is obviously for black people and racial equality right now, but I think the LGBTQ community is going to get something out of this. Um, you know, we saw women get kind of their time uh, uh, the last few years, you know, with, with the whole Me Too movement. And so, you know, I think we're, anything where we're making progress, I think if sports can help kind of marry those two things together and bring more attention to it, and I, I'm, I'm always all for that. And selfishly, I probably just want to watch some basketball at this point in time, but you know, I do think... That they can use that platform for something. Well, yeah, I
1: mean, that, definitely, I do, I do want to see sports as well, um, but I think that the movement is, it is important, right? Yeah. Um, one thing I will say over the last week, maybe even two weeks, probably mostly over the last week, there's been some things coming out, and and I'm and I'm wondering if it is it not, I don't want to choose the word like too much, because it's not too much, but I feel like, like the question that I have is like, what's the goal? Like, what's the immediate goal, right? Like now you can't just say systemic racism because yeah, right. you're not gonna solve that. That's, that. that's a really big umbrella, right? So what is the, you know, what are the things we want now, you know? And yeah. what are we focusing on now? Because let me tell you, there's been some stuff coming out. Like I saw, I saw something about, you know, the Disney ride, uh, Thunder Mountain, Oh, the yeah. Yep. 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 So you, you, you've worked at Disney before, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. So, you know, when you go in that line and you're in the line, um, all the drawings on the wall and stuff, mm-hmm. that was actually from a Disney movie made back in, I want to say, in the 1940s called The Song of the South. And it has a lot of like um, racial and sort of like slavery undertones in the movie. The movie was actually never released here. In the U.S., but that ride to all the cartoons and stuff, the 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 drawings um, are from that movie. Okay. And so now there's a group going, "Yo, like that's not right. You need to retheme the ride." I don't disagree, but I'm going, "Okay, people, like we can't just we're not going to get everything, right?" Yeah, right. right. Let's let's focus. on Can we focus on what is the like what's the important piece? Like if we say, okay, it's police brutality right so we need police reform like they need to be retrained or fired and and, and rehired right somebody somebody had up a sign and i don't know how true it is that it was like you know and i'm gonna get the number of hours wrong but the number of hours that that a hairdresser has to train was like more than a police yeah, oh no
0: definitely it definitely, is. It definitely is. yep
1: so you know looking at stuff like that where you go nah you know maybe we need to um you know Hire better people. I mean, we need to be more picky about the about the the folks that we hire. And then even when we're picky, we need to provide the proper training and and what have you. Now listen, the cops, the police officers, them guys and gals go through some crap, you know. For and, sure. And and yo, know, bless them. And we need them. So disbanding police police precincts, I don't think is the right move. Um, but again, to get back to my point of what is the what is the immediate goal yes we yes you want to try to um you know resolve systemic racism as a whole but it's too big of an umbrella so what are we going after first we can't go after everything
0: yeah no I, yeah I, I agree i think you have to have something where you say okay what are we tackling now so we're going to tackle police brutality and maybe that's through training um and education or programs in the system i actually think you know my i keep leaning towards i know there's the whole the the police movement and i and i that doesn't mean i and then people take that to mean um yeah like the police are going to go away you're not going to give them any money that just means give them less money you're still going to have a police force and all that stuff but i remember reading online and people are thinking oh you're going to shut them down because people were asking to defund and basically defunding just means you give them less the, the police officers get the bulk of the budget in a lot of most towns right so um i think taking dollars that are allocated to that and maybe putting it in the education system and then you put programs there where you start tackling kids that are youth. because we talk about this all the time is that if you're someone who and i don't want to say racist because you know maybe you're just ignorant you're raising ignorant kids too right so you go it, it never ends so where, where do you Go that you can say, hey, I can get to the most uh, minds and eyeballs, as, uh, as, you know, the, the most, I guess, and with the least amount of resistance or the least amount of work. It's the school system. Right? Everyone goes every day. Um, and so why not go and fund more education for stuff like that? I also think, you know, and I'm almost of the mindset of you go the opposite way with cops is you pay them more and make it harder to be a cop.
1: But 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 therein lies your the, the discrepancy, right? You're gonna take, you're gonna defund them, or you're gonna take away funds from them to put it somewhere else. It doesn't leave money to pay them more.
0: So I think what you do is you take away shit like the riot gear stuff that we spend in a, like a ridiculous amount of money on. Like not to say that we don't need it, right? But do you need it for every cop, right? Do you need it for every? So, every, so yeah. is it? So so do I get to tell you, hey man, that's your riot gear. There's a riot. You go out there. (laughs) Well, maybe there's a specific team or maybe you go if we if we don't need it. Right. Or if we do all these other things, we won't need that right like i go maybe it's the equipment maybe you spend less on certain uh pieces of equipment like i don't know what the end like i'm because i'm sure there's nuance in this right like that that we're missing because we're not you know in the back offices of this or we're not out uh boots on the ground but you go i think you it should definitely be harder to be a cop for one right like i think you know most i'm sure you know some people i know some people for sure who barely got through high school and were like uh i'll just go be a cop right like so to me, you pay them more and make it harder to be a cop. And then whether you require some kind of criminal justice degree or, you know, whatever it is, but then you you make the training more rigorous because we do it for our military. You know, we were talking how much money do we pump into the military in training and all this stuff and and you put them in scenarios that are more dangerous. Right. And you so you I can put someone out in, in a war zone. And they'll make smarter decisions than a cop here amongst civilians. It just doesn't add up to me that that. And so I go clearly there's a discrepancy there in how you train cops and in how you train our military, because I can be a cop in six months or a year or whatever it is, Um, because I remember actually I I was. ah, Gosh, man, I'm going to go back to 2007 ish. And I thought about going to the police academy. Um, and I remember I was in college and I thought, okay, I'll apply for this. And then I was trying to decide whether I wanted to go to state trooper route or orange County or, or Orlando police department, whatever it was. But, and I remember going through the requirements and it was something like in less than two years, I would have been a police officer. Like, and, and it was like the two years, it wasn't like training. There was you know, the classroom time, obviously, which was X amount of time. And then the, the actual physical training stuff was really short. It wasn't hard. And you said, I, there's hairdressers out there who have to go through more, um, you know it just doesn't make sense and so you go i'm gonna give this guy a weapon and all this stuff and and then go um you know give him six weeks of training it just doesn't add up because he, okay even military what do you get through boot camp is it 12 weeks and then yeah well that's for i mean marine but corps, you live and breathe it
1: yeah marine corps boot camp is is uh, 12 weeks it, it it may be different now when i when i went through um they didn't have what's called the crucible which is sort of like this this last phase of boot camp i don't know if it got extended um, when they implemented the crucible. So, but roughly 12 weeks. But then after that, I um, went to marine combat training. And again, this is in the 90s. So if it's different now, I'm, I'm sure it may be different now. Uh, we did about a month of marine combat training. And then based on the, the job that you picked, um, you would go to school for that. So like for me, it was like I went to like an A school, which was someplace. And that was probably about three months or so. And then... I went like another three months to like a B school. So I want to say okay. all, like altogether, I want to say it was r- roughly nine months of Okay. until you actually get to your duty station and then, and then start work and then start
0: work. OK, yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know what, what, what that is, but I do think you're right. Yeah. Like there's something we have to decide. OK, what's what's the move now? Um, and then focus our energy on fixing that and then on the next piece right it's the whole you know you build a, a wall brick by brick right so you go what's the next brick what, what are we trying to get at um is it police okay cool how do we fix that Let, let's jump on that is it is it is a federal reform is it you know the the different bodies of of review because right now you know the police uh, any reviews are done by other police it, it, which doesn't make sense because it's you know again it's having your peers basically go uh, another you know, if, if I'm an accountant, and you have another accountant review my work who has to come see me later on and we got to work together. It's like uh, that it doesn't make sense. Right. I'm, how like they might have hold someone accountable that I have to see and talk to every day? You know, it just it just seems weird. Right. So maybe you have a different body because clearly um, there's the, you know, the, the wall of silence, I guess, the, the blue wall of silence. They go they kind of protect their own. And again, maybe that's something culturally that that has happened over the years because of other things and and cops kind of feel
1: Dude, I could see that, man. I mean, I remember, I remember being when I was being in the, when I was in the Marines. When I would come home, um, I remember like missing being around other Marines, and 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 it was it was. And again, this is just me personal. Um, I remember looking at other people that were, I guess, civilians, right? Yep. And 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 just thinking like, man, like they have like they have no idea what you know, like what I'm about now and, and the training and, and right. And so you sort of, you really develop that bond. I talked about last week, you sort of really develop that bond with, um, with others, with, with others in, in your, in your group. Right. And so I could, I could totally see, you know, cops banding together because they go through some shit and, and yo, when you go through stuff together, it's a bond. You develop a bond. For sure.
0: And I think I'd like to think, um, you know, maybe they hold each other accountable behind closed doors or something like that. But you know, uh, hopefully, I think we're we're making moves in the right direction. So hopefully, this stuff—it uh it, it seems like it's definitely going the right way. And I think you know, don't let up. I also think you know what's funny, and I would never condone the violence, but it's interesting to me that I don't know that without the riots and all that that we would be here right now um, at, at this stage. Meaning of of the. All these corporations getting brought in of all these um all the movements going on you know that that are kind of starting to take shape and the the wave is getting bigger you wouldn't have done that peacefully i don't think because we've tried it right so i think that you know this last thing was so egregious that i think you almost needed um and certainly you didn't want people to die right through riots but it's like i don't value a building over a human being so if it took a building being burnt down for some people to wake up and go oh you know what this is uh then so be it i think it was, um, I don't know that we get here without the riots. That's a lot of people knocking the riots. And and I think, you know, it's sad and and, and obviously you shouldn't loot and whatever it is. But I go, it took that for us to get here because when people tried it peacefully, it didn't get the attention. Right. So whether it got your attention because you were, you know, going out and saying, hey, guys, don't do this. It got your attention. Right. So it made you go, guys, don't do this. Let's do it this way. But it just went to show it needed to, to take that next step, I think for this to all happen i don't know that if we and you know again maybe this video this incident was so egregious that maybe that on its own would have been enough with with peaceful protests i don't think so and i think we've shown it time and time again that uh you know again the the cap thing uh, you know he tried it and it didn't work and other people have tried it it didn't work so i think uh you you almost needed uh this this level of rioting and protests i think to get attention for certain things but you know hopefully that's over now and so I heard a, I heard a story
1: from a from a police
0: officer that I know and um, one of the
1: one of the stores that that, um, that he, had, he had sort of a, another another cop buddy that came up on a footlocker and they were looting the Foot Locker, Right. And he walks in there and it's not what you would expect. Right. It's not people running in. And in some cases, I guess it was that running in and grabbing stuff and running back out. But there were several cases where people were in there, literally trying on sneakers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got these in an eleven before I take them.
1: <laughs> these don't fit. These don't fit. exactly right. Oh, that's let me fantastic. go. Let me go to the back and rummage through and yeah, grab my and right side. It's
0: hard for me to feel bad for Target or Footlocker or anyone on Fifth Ave. A, you know, not to say as a company you have you have the cash, right? You'll be fine, but. All that stuff is going through insurance claims. It's like I don't feel bad. Like I'm like uh, you lose a uh, uh, product and all that stuff. And then p- the people going, oh, you know, there's people with small shops who built. Again, y- you're gonna get insurance to cover that, or as a government, as a local government, as a mayor or whatever, you should step in then and help individuals who did maybe lose their shops and all that, right? Like if you're, if we're willing to bail out, you know, our government just showed we're just printing money, right, to bail people out. Then, then help these people too. Say, hey, they lost it. Don't let them go under or lose everything that they work for. Yeah. Aren't, them out. aren't we getting another check? <laughs> Probably. Listen, we're just printing heard, money left and right, man. I heard there's another check coming. By the end know. of this, everybody's going to have a Lambo. right? College is going to be paid off. Uh, we're all getting $1,200 checks, which, by the way, that was the price of freedom for us. Nobody said a damn thing when they were sending out $1,200 checks. For a month, we were good. Everybody's like, yep. Keeping my mouth shut. You want me to stay home? How long? Cool. And when that wore off, when they spent the twelve hundred dollars, shit hit the people hit the streets.
1: (laughs) You know what's funny, man, is that and there's a few other podcasts I listen to and 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 but but even in 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 the place where I work, the e-commerce sales went up after people got that check. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, man! Like nobody's paying their rent or buying groceries. You're not supposed They're just to. gonna go buy stuff. It's, it's to stimulate
0: an economy, right? So technically, you're supposed to spend it on frivolous. Shit. I don't know, man. I, I
1: I would think that you would go and make sure your rent was paid, nah, or make sure you get some
0: food on the table. There's a separate program for the random mortgage <laughs> man. So why would you do that? <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. All right, dude. So what, what's
1: going on in Seattle, man? I keep hearing the chat, dude. We got all I that. know is that they got they got like this some place size of Central Park blocked
0: off. Yep, yo, pretty much. They're pretty much. I guess uh, for you those who haven't heard of the thing called Chaz, uh, Google it. It's fucking fascinating. I think they changed the name today to Chop for whatever, reason. but it's basically a a, a zone. Uh, I guess the size of about Central Park. It's like six blocks. But is it a group? It's a group of people who've decided who live in this community, and it's mostly like a like a, a I don't want to say progressive community, but it's Hippy. like a, it's hippie, yeah. I um, mean, but Seattle's kind of kind of like yeah, that, right? Yeah. So you go, so it's a group of people who basically said like are uh, denouncing the government, denouncing police officers. So they basically want to be self governed. It's its own country. They're,
1: they're, they took over the precinct. They took over right? the
0: precinct. Yeah, they took so precinct was evacuated, and they're like, "All right, cool, don't come back. It's ours now." And then so these people have a barricade around it. I, I love how in the most progressive country in the world, we built a wall in a country. Who paid for that wall? <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> he's putting up walls left and right. But in Seattle, they basically have, and they're trying to go, uh, I guess, they're trying to separate themselves from the country and be their own country, which, listen. So, so
1: I'm assuming that they have somebody in
0: charge. Yeah, there's a one guy that's in what, charge. Like a warlord? Probably, that's what he's going to be looked at, right? Like, like this, is, this isn't going to end well, but i think it's hysterical that there shit is so bad right now that even the mayor there's like yeah that's you know those guys we'll just <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later they're not bothering anybody <laughs> they're not bothering yeah pretty much their stance has been like oh, they're not bothering you. it's not a threat like leave them be kind of like it's I'm nuts any other time this would be like front and center like hey there's a neighborhood trying to separate itself from america or from a thing <laughs> 2020 we're like what oh shit we should try that (laughs) like you want to separate yourself from it's and you know funny man i go everything sounds crazy until it's not right so you go what if this really does go through and these people end up being like their own country right and you go
1: it's like smack in the middle of the city it's escape from new york yeah (laughs) it's
0: it's basically (laughs) (laughs) it's okay it's you ever played The Last of Us? Shout out Naughty Dog. Uh there's a video game called The Last of Us, man, and uh, uh the premise of the game is fantastic storytelling. I know you don't play games, but the um the, the it's, it's like a zombie apocalypse type thing and people live in these like quarantine zones, right? So they, they they build walls and it's basically so you 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 build these um communities and people are safe within these walls. And when I saw like the video in the it reminded me of like that video game where you're like in the safe zone and so like once you leave those walls it's like it's free <laughs> like like anything like can anarchy. come and get you it's anarchy yeah but when you're within those walls it's a safe space it's like that works until those people need food and then you need like because if you're not letting anything in or out right like what do you I, yeah I, are you gonna grow your own vegetables and nah, they, farm they, and i'm
1: assuming there's home well obviously homes in there, bi- yeah.
0: businesses yes right so are they still open some of them are like a part of it but yeah some of them are like peace out so is the is the you, you call them Chaz? It's called Chaz. I think they changed the name to it's, Chop because it's like something. But is that
1: the, that's the name of the group?
0: Yes. Or that's the name of the, or of the, the movement of the area, I guess is what they call it. So the nation of Chaz or whatever they're going to call it. It's, I don't know, man. It's, it's why somebody Chopper. leave a comment, correct me, but, but um, yeah, dude, it, it, they're starting their own little community, which, you know, they'll go in there and they'll figure it out. They'll take out the leader or whatever. And then, but Seattle, man, that only, that, that shit only happens in Seattle where there's just like, have you been to Seattle? I have not no, i've heard so stories. But. i
1: went there when the hell did i go there uh, a few years ago and it was for work dude the 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 homeless population there and i'm from new york originally right so i'm used to dealing with homeless and you know being around sort of drug addicts and right no dude that seattle is another level seattle's the the amount of homeless people in seattle is
0: disturbing What do you think causes that in Seattle?
1: Well, from what I was told when I was there, so people don't quote me on this, but I was told by somebody from Seattle, um, at least at the time, there was an ordinance in the city that basically said you can pitch a tent wherever you want. And there was a few places where there there was some exceptions. But for the most part, if you wanted to go to Seattle and didn't want to get a hotel, you could sleep on the street and nobody would bother you. And so there's a lot, and it's funny because like you know normally what I'm what I'm used to with with homeless is you know that whether they sit down in there and and as people pass you know they beg for money or they have signs or or what have you right? No man like these people were going about their lives like getting up, they congregate, they're playing music, they're smoking weed, they're. So do you think maybe they're employed and they're just choosing no. to live this way or like well, what? Do you, like I mean, what that, that what? could be. They they did a story on on twenty twenty. Um where where they were there was people there that are sort of like that actually have families and they actually have jobs, but one of the, but but like they didn't make enough to live there, so they were living out like out of their car. So there there are people like There
0: are that. people like that. Yeah.
1: But the people that I saw like and, and I was only there for maybe like three days, so this is like my my trek of 10 blocks between my hotel and and, and place of business dude it, it's it was crazy and and the, the vast majority of them don't ask you for anything
0: that's wild to me because like, i'm trying to think if i was in that predicament and uh i had to live out in the streets right and i, I don't know if, uh, if there's some kind of uh resource or something they all go to like okay cities that are friendly to be homeless or maybe they're here to the grapevine because i know san francisco has a similar problem but there's no way that i'm trying to live in a cold weather city if i'm homeless like like southern california makes sense to me right like but you go to seattle to be it's fucking freezing like nine yeah. months 10 months out of the year and it's raining like i don't i just don't understand like as a homeless person <laughs> what would keep you there yeah, like leave. Yeah, just start walking. Like you, have, you don't have anywhere to be tomorrow. <laughs> just walk like south. Just walk south. Like. Yeah, but I think that, that's
1: it, right? So if you go south, what's south? is California. And then if you go, I can't live there. There, of course, living is, is worse than here. Now, granted, listen, I, I think there's always an alternative, right? Um, you don't have to. If, if, if where you're at is too expensive to live, you need to leave. You need to leave, yeah. Right? Um, but on that same trip, you mentioned San Fran. I went to San Fran, and again, that one, I was only there for like a day, and again, like a hotel to place a business. So I didn't get to see too much of the city. I saw some homeless. No, dude. It's not even close. Really? Seattle is, I can just describe it as, it's disturbing. I saw a couple outside of Target with a piece of cardboard on the, like in front of the door and with two very young children when i say very young one of them was probably like one and the other one was maybe like three and the lady changing the diaper right there in front of target's door outside outside legs up wiping up the ass right gives the diaper to the husband he walks down the 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 alley and dumps it in the trash can and 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 they just hang out there now i'm assuming they're in front of target probably asking for for money as people come come in and out right but um the vast majority of homeless that I passed when I, when I was there did not ask me for anything. There were a few. There were a few. There were a few.
0: You know, it's, it's interesting, man, and I don't know if this speaks to the, the way the countries are ran, but I was in London. Um like just before Christmas, back in December. Um, so London another kind of town in, in the UK, a little north of London, but um, London, major city, right? You would say probably top three cities in the world as far as population or or just influence. And, and so anyway, uh, a, a major city. And I remember walking around um, and thinking to myself, I haven't seen many homeless people like i can count on one hand how many homeless people i saw in london in a few days and i'm telling you i went through all the tourist attractions right like i saw obviously the london eye you go to buckingham palace you go to all these places and i saw some and most of the time anytime i saw one um they were walking and they were like talking to themselves so clearly like some kind of mental health issues and they were going there but i didn't see people set up like outside like sleeping and i'm talking i walked 20 miles in that city in a day oh wow and i saw literally probably left you don't than walk it. i did there you're domesticated. it's it's, you know it's funny it's the only time i love to walk is when i'm in a city that i've never been to i to me that's like the the best way to see a city is to walk it so i love walking because you you know you get to the alleyways and you get the streets and you get like so you get to experience it but i remember going like man i i again i've been to major american cities in the u.s where there's homeless people everywhere right and then i and there and i remember asking people like Hey, like I couldn't help but notice there wasn't and what a lot of people there were telling me they're like, no, the government takes care of them. Like you don't you're if you're homeless here, it's usually it's always mental health related most of the time, or you just want to live outside, like but but they go they're actually the way their government's set up is that they, they have a place to live and they have money for food and have stuff like you never have to live. Outside and obviously much smaller population, much smaller, you know, because I, I think people will look at something like that here, especially, and go, "Oh, we need to have, you know, our healthcare paid for like they do in the UK you know, and stuff." Listen, you talk to them, and they have their beefs with the healthcare system, and they have their beefs with the government. The, every country, every country does yeah. that has the healthcare has something negative to say oh, yeah. about it listen everyone i spoke to goes like yeah yeah they have the healthcare here but i still pay for my private one if you want to get shit done, like yeah. every single one of them's like yeah but i still pay for my so yeah it's it's um I, I just remember it being shocking going wow the difference between that city that's so big um so international and um there wasn't a lot where again i've been rome they were everywhere in rome i saw almost people everywhere and I, and I don't know what policy is maybe a lot of them um were from what i understood from some there were immigrants from other countries who obviously couldn't get help but in rome i've never seen as many older homeless people too which also blew my mind like i saw homeless people who had to be in their 80s and i've never seen that anywhere um but yeah london was shocking to me that i go wow i didn't see anybody here that was uh, or, or i saw like three or four people in 20 miles Um, And I went to every single major landmark and that's usually where people like to huddle around because that's where you bag because that's where the most people are. Um, None. It shocked me. It's just the difference in how they take care of the people. But again, much smaller uh, country country. you know the space london is probably you know i guess they have other big cities in the uk but that's the biggest by far so yeah it's just the differences in how it's ran yet also i thought it was hysterical i might have told you this story before i'm watching the news right and they do their own like good morning america type thing it's like good morning britain and they're like they're they were just livid over stabbings like literally people getting stabbed um and they're like we've had 20 you know whatever like 100 stabbings this year alone it's december No, no one died some did some didn't but wait, wait 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 i missed that 21, and it was December. Like, no, like hundred something stabbings, oh, okay, and it was okay. December, yeah, something like that. Where people they doing good. Were... So there was these political parties like reaming the the I guess the mayor of London for not doing anything about all these stabbings. And I was like, you amateurs! I was like, well, was like, <laughs> like a, a high schooler in America takes care of that body Dude, count. <laughs>
1: Chicago had the had that many
0: yesterday. Yeah, it's like, man, they uh, which obviously again it goes to show they had no shootings, no nothing. Uh, uh, you know, they were just livid about people being stabbed. I mean livid and there was people like piers morgan and all these other like pundits and they're, they're just like i can't believe you know i haven't done anything these people are being stabbed and i'm going and i'm listening to it going stabbed and i was like am i hearing that correctly like do they mean stab like stab stab i'm thinking maybe this is like maybe a, it's a maybe a, some it's, kind of term yeah some kind of term for something else and nope it was literally people getting stabbed and they were just beside themselves that that many people got stabbed Dude, it just goes to show you too right that just humans in general like
1: i don't know are we wired to just be like we're never satisfied no we 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 aren't no no we aren't we're never satisfied it doesn't matter how good things get like we know we could always we could always find something wrong it's never gonna be perfect and we're always gonna complain about something
0: oh yeah dude i'm like i remember literally watching that and going we had one guy get half of that body count in one incident in vegas like i mean obviously you you don't want that stuff to happen but it just goes to show like yeah they're at a space where right guns aren't an issue and all that stuff but now they're livid about people getting stabbed and second man i'm sorry dude like i think while i was there or the week before i was there maybe this is what sparked the, the whole conversation anyway was some guy went on the london bridge and went on a stabbing rampage i'm gonna tell you right now bro if we are anywhere and i see people 40 yards away get stabbed and that same guy makes his way to me and I get stabbed too <laughs> I'm not gonna say I deserve to get Just stabbed. Cut off my legs. <laughs> but damn bro. Like
1: do you, do you, you couldn't run? You couldn't. You didn't see yeah. that person over there? You
0: you literally watched that and went, oh, damn, look at that guy stabbing everybody. <laughs> oh, he's getting closer to us. he's coming this way. He's coming this way. Oh, he stabbed that lady four people away. Oh, he might get to us here any minute now. Oh, shit, He's is that is he wielding at me? No, that's my neighbor. All right, wait. <laughs> it's like, how do you watch?
1: I don't got it, man. Yo, so you spending some little bit of time over there and, and them being in, like, this upheaval about stabbings. Yeah. What do they think about
0: us? Oh, that we're fucking nuts. They think we're nuts. Yeah, yeah. but I think they're nuts. So it's funny. Like I'm, and obviously, and it's all playful. But we were going back and forth about stuff like that. And you know, some of the people I got to uh, uh, speak with, they're super intelligent people. Um, You know, this is obviously during even the Brexit thing, and I don't know enough about it to even have an opinion about it. But you know, they're kind of filling me in on yeah, here's the Brexit thing, here's the issues with the stabbing thing, here's the, you know, and really smart guys. And so they, you know, just like us, they had their take. Where like yeah, it's a little extreme. Maybe it's this party that really wants this, or this party really wants that but um they think like the gun thing drives them insane with us and you know and obviously you try to defend it because you're like listen i'm not gonna have you talking about my my people <laughs> you know right, but right. they're like they just don't get it like it's nuts to them i dude i remember the first time i went to um gosh maybe it was uh in spain or something like that but i remember having a glass of wine um somewhere and the, the people in the table next to me were having wine um sorry um, so the people on the table next to me were having wine and their kid was drinking wine with them. And when I say kid, man, I'm talking like maybe 11, 12 years old and they're, they're having wine. Um, and you know, the waiter brings, by, brings them a glass The kids are having wine. I look at the people I'm having, um, uh, dinner with who were locals and I go, do you like kids here drink wines? Cause like the restaurant served them. And then the guy looks at me without skipping a beat and goes, yeah, only you dumbasses would give them guns, but not, not a glass. <laughs> like all right fair point he goes but these kids were like 12 and he goes yeah you you can at 18 here you can go to a bar or 16 i think something crazy you can go and have a beer you can do all this stuff they're like why why wouldn't you you know again what do you what's the worst you're gonna do <laughs> it's, you're gonna get in a cab and or you're gonna get in a subway and stab a bunch of people if you go hey like what are you yeah no it's really interesting it's not man. a whole lot that, of driving and that's been a that's, that's
1: been a point here for many years right where you go you can defend your country at 18 but you can't drink
0: yeah which is honestly i think then uh uh then raise the age to both right like raise the age to the you know because whatever males aren't developed till like our mid-20s like we're stupid like there's a reason we our life expectancy is shorter like <laughs> like the, we're dumb right like we do a lot of dumb shit but you go i, I know maybe you need that dumb fearless testosterone and not knowing any better when you putting people in scenarios like that to defend your country but also like the idea that you would put an 18 19 year old out there is crazy to me when you know, you think about your thought process at eighteen or nineteen. I know my thought process at eighteen or nineteen. Like I had no business making any kind of life decisions. The, we had at that we, age. I, I had a seventeen-year-old.
1: I had a seventeen-year-old kid in my uh, in my platoon in boot camp, and it was. I think I think his parents. I don't I don't, know, I don't know if he had graduated high school early, and then he had to get his
0: parents' sort of consent. Um, but that kid, you guys went out, and then that kid couldn't have a beer with you guys. But if you guys went on a mission to go take out to go, some yeah, you could definitely die. He could die. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. Again, nuanced There's a lot of layers to that, but it's just crazy to me. But anyway, yeah, they, they just, they think it's the funniest shit in the world. Whenever you talk to people out there, they're just like, and the the other interesting part about being out there that I loved was that the news covered our politics like 24 seven. Really? Yeah. So there not, were some channels. Not channel, their own? Not their own, man. And, and obviously they had their Brexit stuff going on. So it was a big deal. So there were channels covering that, but there was a lot of channels covering our politics it sells yeah they're like this shit's nuts and they go (laughs) (laughs) the guys go we used to make fun of you guys but then we got our prime minister and this whole brexit thing happened and now we're kind of like yeah we're just as stupid as. so are the people like against
1: that um, I, I know we have some companies that we're working with.
0: Yeah. That, that that I want to
1: say this month. At the end of this month, they're gonna make a decision on which way they're gonna go. Well, it changes, and it's a gonna lot. yeah, it's gonna change things and 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 how we deal with them and information we send back and forth
0: and what have you. So, and also a big deal for them. So most people that I spoke to were against the idea so here's and actually and i don't know i'm gonna say this is the best way somebody explained it to me but obviously again this is from, and i'm coming from an american but a local a brit um what he explained to me was he goes it's kind of what you guys are we're doing with the wall where trump was like we're gonna build the wall we're gonna build the wall we're gonna build the wall he goes basically our wall was because uh, europe is so open and people can come in and out uh meaning so he goes people from other countries can easily come into big cities like london and get jobs you know stuff so the locals are feeling like well they're taking our jobs kind of thing so they go the push is really more from people like that who feel like immigrants and all that are coming there to to steal jobs, jobs and they're making it more difficult to do other things so or, or you know taking up taxpayer money or whatever it is so he goes that's really the best way I can explain it that's what he told me he goes like that's really what it boils down to he goes because there's so many upsides and he's giving me all the upsides of having the country open and obviously from an economic perspective it it absolutely makes sense to have that be an open kind of country because now this changes a lot for them. You know, not only, obviously, you know, people think of, Oh, now you're going to need a passport. But now, um, you know, like if you're a company that used to just be able to cross a border and deliver something over there and work can't. with them, you can't, or it's more difficult right. now, right? Like now you're, you're filling out customs forms. You to, so, and now you go, okay, do I even want to deal with that now? Maybe I just go to somewhere in my town or in my, in my country or so, there's a lot of downside. or you just
1: go somewhere else in the european union yep yeah
0: that you know that allows that still that because and then you figure there's going to be a coalition right if these people are going to go well why don't why don't we band together since these guys want to be on their own and this is interchange between ourselves like i don't know what the major kind of um, export from london is and all that i mean obviously they're a big kind of financial hub but yeah, I know a lot of people had some real concerns that I spoke to, and again, these are people, smart people, business owners, you know, executives, um, and and a lot of them had some concerns going. Eh, it doesn't. They they felt like again the the move of it was very much a us voting for Trump because we wanted a wall. That's what they compared it to. They're like, that's that's pretty much what it's like. Uh, like, it's, got it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, very so. very boring. This is ignorant American. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> very boring. Yeah. Good good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I got to touch on the... so we were, I know we were talking about Confederate flags earlier, but this NASCAR thing, you've seen the NASCAR guy who, like the one black guy like Bubba Wallace, right, in NASCAR, um, obviously you know, says...
1: Okay, so I don't know shit about NASCAR. Okay. So when I see the picture of this guy, Bubba Wallace, I don't know that he's black. Since so he's kind of like a kind of little mochaccino. <laughs> got the mochaccino skin, the broad shoulders.
0: Yeah, like he could be mixed right. or he could be, yeah. And with yeah. a name
1: like Bubba i'm going
0: like mm, yeah. i don't know right so he is black he is black okay, okay he's the only black full-time driver in nascar and and then obviously you know once the confederate flag removed has the car done up with the black lives matter looks super cool the car and all that stuff but to me i go it would have meant more in that sport if it came from one of the white drivers like i'm like of course the black driver i mean granted he's been racing there for years and never asked for the confederate flag to be removed or maybe he did behind closed doors i mean who knows but um I thought it was funny how they're just like, yeah, they're like, oh, you know, Bubba made it harder for himself to, you know, I guess uh, he's going to experience some kind of racism. And listen, I've been to a NASCAR event. Uh, Daytona was, I've been to a lot of sporting events in my life, man. The funnest thing I have ever been to in my life was a NASCAR event. Hands down, wasn't even close, right? It was the full package experience. Yeah, why? Why? There was definitely some some racism, right? But I think, especially me, I'm in a group, I'm a brown dude, right? I I went, um, a girlfriend at the time not white and um we went uh and then there was a, a buddy of ours who was who i worked with who he was black um another guy was white so it was a group it's like a pretty diverse group of us right but a lot of people there were just knocking you know you can tell that there's some racial undertones about stuff but the event was fun and by the end of it everyone's like partying with us and high-fiving us and giving yeah, us well, everybody was drunk by the everybody end everybody was drunk by then so everybody was having a good time but nascar was the funnest thing i've ever been so, to
1: so who were you rooting for
0: juan pablo juan Poya. <laughs> <laughs> listen and this guy goes and i didn't know shit about nascar and actually that of that that whole thing turned me into like a jimmy johnson fan because i thought it was so cool this is before jimmy won any of his um things but i remember going uh um, of course the, of course you are the the they're like doing driver uh like little laps and announcing thing and i'm like juan pablo and this guy next to me goes Fuck Juan Pablo! I was like, "Hey man, like, what's up with Juan Pablo?" He goes, "He always causes Rex." And I was like, "Isn't that what you guys all do? Is cause Rex?" Goes like, "No, but he always causes Rex." We fucking hate him. And I'm like, (laughs) "I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like there's something else there, right?" So yo, no bullshit. You sure there's no other reason behind that? (laughs) Yep. I'm like, are you sure? (laughs) I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's the only guy out here. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) It was so wild. Yo, the race starts. The guy's telling me this. Again, was friendly, right? Like, I'm like, I think you don't like him because he's brown. I'm giving him shit, right? And he goes like, no, man, it's because he wrecks. And literally, the guy says that. And some shit goes up in flames. And I'm seeing cars flipping. And I'm like, oh, snap, what happened? And the guy goes, it's fucking Juan Pablo. (laughs) Was it? Sure enough, it was Juan Pablo. (laughs) he was right he was right
1: <laughs> i
0: was like god damn it
1: <laughs> it's like
0: we got one of you in <laughs> <there>. can <laughs> you like,
1: hold it together
0: i was like yep i was like we got the one latino guy in there like god damn and he blew that shit up i don't even think he finished the race or maybe he did come back and he might have wrecked twice that race because i remember just going all right, all right throwing my hands up con i gotta give you that one but that shit was so fun, man. You can bring, you can NASCAR lets you bring beer into, like you can bring a cooler into the stadium. Yeah, it's the craziest shit. You can bring literally a cooler that fits under your um your bleacher seat, basically. Right. Um dude, we did this pit uh tour. We did uh we got to meet drivers, you get to walk on the track before the race. They have like concerts and all kinds. So hold on, so, so was that thing. like special tickets that you have? Yeah, yeah. Like, I went through okay. at the time. I worked with um, UPS, so I went um, through UPS. They sponsored a driver at the time named Dale Jarrett. Um, so we did it through them. So obviously, I got a little better treatment than I would have gone on my own. Had I, you know, unless I would have bought this crazy like VIP package type thing. So it was like a VIP experience, but still, the the actual race was fun. Because the other thing I didn't have respect for was. The skill set that it's like I clown it. I'm like, oh, here comes another left. You know, it's like, and yeah. you know, it doesn't look fast when you watch it on TV, but no, when you see it in person, you can't crazy. see a car. Like yeah. it, the cars go by you so fast, you literally can't see who it is or what it is. Um, and then they're like an inch apart, and you're like, oh, oh, okay, okay. yeah, no, no, no that's okay.
1: those guys. And then and then they're in. The, it's super hot. Yeah, it's dumb hot. And they, and they have that suit on. They got the
0: helmet on. They and have heating hot... on themselves in those cars too. Is that that's right? Crazy. Yeah, they have all this stuff, and they're like. They, they can use the bathroom on themselves, basically, if they have to, because some of them are in there for five hours, six hours. Like, oh, they are yeah, they go... Um, but they have to drink. Yeah, they're being hydrated the whole right. time. Yeah, because yeah. they're burning out, right, because they're losing a ton of weight. Because can you imagine Florida in July? This is, like, a race in July. It was one of their night races, too, which also made it just spectacular. But I think the whole thing, because the NASCAR only does, like, one or two races in a specific city per year, it's a spectacle. So, like... There is the fighter jet thing is going over. I think President Bush might have been at the um, at the race that I went to. And it's hilarious because you can see Air Force One landing in the background of the racetrack. You know, a couple minutes later, he's there. He's doing his thing. Then, you know, the race starts and you see Air Force One take off in the background. Like, I mean, it was again, the experience cool. about it was cool. But I, again, the funnest I think the people were super fun. Um, the the race was super fun. It gave me a new appreciation for what those guys do and go through and all that. Uh, but yet the fact and we were there, dude, it's like 10 a.m. The race started at 7 p.m., and it like we didn't get bored. Like it, it was literally just a party the entire time. And then by the by, the time the race was over, everyone's hammered and just fell asleep on the bus on the way back. Like it was it was so what fantastic. was this uh, Daytona 500? It wasn't. It was the like uh, the Coke whatever, like the Coke 600 or something crazy okay. they do now, or, or 400 or whatever. It's like, but I think at the time it might have even been Pepsi branded. But it was one of those. So it was like the July night race. Um, I haven't done an actual Daytona 500. I want to do that. Um, I'll actually do that because, again, it was so fun. And then our tickets were, like, on the start-finish line, which is also stupid, ridiculous. And the race ended with, like, a photo finish. So just like to tap it off, like the race... Ended. So you don't even know who won? No. When you're watching it, you're like, oh shit, what happened? And then you're looking and it took a minute for it to even show on the results because it was that close. Right. So then you see it kind of pop up and they show you the Jumbotron photo of like literally the bumpers. It's like watching a the movie. They show you the bumpers and the other one's like four inches maybe in front of the other guy. And you're just like... So like the entire experience is just fantastic, but again funnest and the people couldn't have been funner i mean at the time i just remember people again i had this notion of like oh man you guys are you know i was giving them shit because they were giving juan Pablo stuff but very welcoming you know people are like throwing beers at you like hey man you want a butt and you're just i mean it was fun it was really fun so i hope that what this does is obviously nascar isn't stupid this is going to give them uh an audience that they didn't have before um because you're gonna want minorities you're gonna want um you know a diverse audience of people if you want to keep growing that sport um, so, I, obviously, there's that in this, but also you you should make people feel welcome or safe. Because I, I will tell you now, if I, if I was there, I don't recall seeing Confederate flags there. I'm sure they were there. I'm sure they it, were, It's yeah. 200,000 people. There's definitely it's Florida, some, right? Bro. Yeah, and it's Florida. Yeah, right. So... Um, and again, and maybe it had to do with where I was, I'm in seats that cost a little more money, I'm in VIP tents and, you know, the buffet thing, so again, the clientele, the people that are there are, are probably not that, um, a little smarter than most, right, so, so that's probably why I didn't have a shitty experience, but yeah. Um, yeah i go this this should hopefully open the door because i think it was fun man if nascar can be that uh open-minded and then you do get it's it's also the last sport where white people dominate so it's like if, if it's, so it's because it requires like zero athletic ability right so it's like the last thing left like do they at the minute they take out power steering they're asked out because then it's going to require some kind of strength Actually I don't think they have fire anyway.
1: <laughs> Dude, and speaking of sort of country related stuff, right? Because I always related like NASCAR It's always just in my mind, right? It's always like that's like a a very country sport, you know. Um, the group Lady Antebellum. Okay. So they so in so in, in, in trying to sort of respect what's going on lately. They changed their name because apparently, and I didn't know this, Antebellum means like before the war, and they started to they, uh, the the, the yeah, I didn't know that I didn't know it either, yeah. right? They, they could have left the name alone; I'd have been good. Yeah. But apparently, it means before the war, and it started to be it started to get used or became popular right after the Civil War. Okay. So then, when you, when you use it, you're sort of referencing how things were. Okay. Prior to the Civil War, right? So so them trying to sort of be sensitive to what's going on, they changed their name. What do they pick? Lady A.
0: Like we don't know what the X <laughs> like, the for I was like oh
1: No dude. And, and so they so the
0: <laughs> never figure it out
1: <laughs> now. <laughs> and they're like they're like, well, our our fans have been calling us that forever. So we'll just use that, and I was like, "But we all know we know what we really know AIDS what it came for, right? We all know came from." And I was ignorant enough not to know what the hell Antebellum.
0: God, I didn't either. Meant, yeah.
1: Right? You could have just left it alone.
0: They like, would have been better ooh. off with like artists formerly known as Lady. Antebellum. <laughs> put a symbol. Yeah, put <laughs> Lady Anti Antebellum. <laughs> Lady AA.
1: <laughs> the i'm like hey man you know good oh good for you for, for for you know trying to support but
0: man <laughs> yeah i mean i guess yeah like you said good for them for at least kind of having the wherewithal to try but like we don't know what the lady a stand oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> dude, and that's hilarious. On, dude, on that note we've been we've been going for about an hour it, man. man i gotta call one more person a dumbass before we go there. all right man. Uh, mike gundy head coach of oregon if you don't know gundy i love that guy Dude, what you he's do? the i'm a man yeah I'm yeah, yeah i'm, 40. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm not guy, a
1: kid yeah so for those of you who don't know he's like the head coach of what is it oregon state
0: yes oregon state right? oh no 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 uh oklahoma state oklahoma state oklahoma that's state it, that's yep it. head coach of oklahoma state uh college football um he's been the head coach there for years I, I honestly i can't figure out why he's been the head coach there as long as he have it's not like they're winning a ton of games but i guess you know what whatever um anyway he is out on a fishing trip with it looks like maybe his sons or whatever but uh, i guess wears a shirt from oan oan is that like super alt-right channel it's like a network um and they're super alt-right they're super trump supportive they're all this stuff gotcha. and he posts a picture of him online wearing this shirt from this network um which again like <laughs> you go you gotta be smarter than that man like so now players are coming out going like i'm not going back so he's got like one of his top really? recruits running back saying, "I'm not going back. I'm not doing stuff." Again, man, like you now, support. I have seen this guy. I have seen this guy yes,
1: outright. Sir. You know, in front of the media, defend his black players. Absolutely right. So, yep. so kudos to him. Yep. So I don't. I, I don't. I don't think the guy's races? No, absolutely.
0: Right? No, I don't think that for Mike Gundy, uh, like you said, I've seen him defend his players. I've seen him, he obviously, um, uh, I think to go back to, he doesn't win a whole lot, right? So there's a reason he's there. He's, you know, he's probably raising a lot of good young men, getting them graduated and all this but you go as a leader as a ceo essentially right because if you're a head football coach in division one football uh college football you are a ceo of a brand essentially you got to be smarter than that man like you can't go around wearing something that's you know like that's like going around wearing uh 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 i guess i don't even know what else to compare it to like some some other network that was like anti Who's who the uh, breitbart or something like who was was that the one that uh, was like super know. but yeah like i you just go in this climate like don't like just be smart. But is it? But then is it acceptable to wear something that's far left? So I think if, if you wore something that said like Antifa on it, right, like or whatever, right. maybe not, right? Like maybe it's looked down upon. But I go, but again, as a as a as a guy who is in a role where you are um, leading predominantly African Americans, you got in this climate, right? Like two years ago or whatever, we probably wouldn't have cared. It wouldn't have even been a story. And who knows, maybe the photo's old. I don't know. Uh, it just kind of surfaced and came up and it was news. I didn't bother to see if it was something from like months ago or years ago or whatever, but you go, you got to be smarter. I hope that, that it is that, but it sounds like it's very recent. And you go, you got to be a smarter, a, but do a you, smarter But Dude, do you,
1: you that. think that? So, right, so take this guy, and, and, and I'm going to totally make this up, but he deals with a lot of African Americans, right? Um, I would assume that some of them go to the NFL. Um, Most of them don't, obviously, but maybe a good percentage graduate. Perhaps these guys are successful after the fact. And so what like to your point earlier of like he's raising he's helping to raise these young men. And if he's seeing a lot of these guys be successful. Then. You know, I wonder if his view of systemic racism is it's like it almost like it's not what I see. Right. Like I I see these guys come in, you know, I help develop them into good young men and some of them move on in their football careers and some of them don't. But some of them, you know, move on into into other successful careers. And so they're just good men. And so does my political view or the or the station that I watch, if I watch Fox versus MSNBC, you know, and
0: can I not say that? See, I think, man, I, I think where I go on this is that you should stay out of the politics, period. I think you shouldn't go left or right or... Because obviously, I think that almost causes more friction, more more um, divisiveness. Like, to me, just go... Just don't put anything like yeah, dude, or, th- then, of either one. But then we chastise Michael Jordan for not taking a stance on the quote-unquote right, the, the correct side. Agreed, but I actually agree with Jordan not taking... Uh, the political stance. Like, I think that was the right move. Like, I, and I'm, I'm probably in the minority on that, but I do think, again, if you can't, if Jordan's going, listen, I can't, um, Maybe I don't know enough, right? Because he's going. I'm so engrossed in this. I don't know enough about all this other stuff. I I want to stay out of that politics thing. Like I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with it. Where Where I'm not okay with is if if you know, like the people who go, you know, the all live matter folks, like the the ignorance of that. Or I'm not okay with you kind of chastising the people who are standing up for a movement because you go, well, I don't see that, so I don't agree with it. Like that's not okay to me. But if you just want to be like, listen, man, I'm I'm a supporter of you guys, but I, I don't wanna I don't wanna sit here and and either taunt red team or blue team or whatever. Like I I just lay back in the cut. So right now. Now, to me, it's almost a you either support the cause, which unfortunately, I guess in this case would be left leaning or you bow out, man, like you can't especially I think being in his position. If he's running like a, a major corporation that's not predominantly African-American, and he wants to do that stuff. And it's fine. I think it's because of where he is and, and who is looking up to him and, and doing that. It, it matters more. But again, to your
1: point, I don't know if it was last week or the week prior, like don't like don't you wanna know? Don't you wanna know what these for sure. what these folks stand for? So For sure. So kudos to him, right? Like let him wait a damn. Yeah, sure. Now, if if there's some fallout from that, not saying that he should be fired or anything like that. No, know, no anything no, like no. that. But know. but if but if 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 the if the kids under him or the kids that were gonna be under him decide, ah, you know what? I don't want to I don't want to play for that guy because of his political views or because of the news station he watches or what have you they have that right too yeah.
0: because if we're right about gundy and and you know we were saying that obviously he, he's been there for a long time he's raising young men if we're right about all that stuff then it then it won't not that it won't matter right but he can go into a locker room and go guys like you know because it, he probably like i'm going fishing probably pulls a t-shirt out of his drawer just throws it on right somebody and, just yeah, threw him a t-shirt, him like, a t-shirt. He, he may i mean again i don't want to make any
1: make any um, assumptions right but he may or may not watch that that station yeah. he may or may not may even know what the hell that that shirt is right. right especially when you go fishing i don't know about you
0: yeah, you get I wear, dirty i wear my shitty stuff you wear shitty stuff yeah yeah, yeah. so so I, i'd like to think that it was that right and and then so you go you probably didn't think anything of it right just puts it on so i would think that if if he has the equity built up right because of all this other good stuff that he walks into a locker room and goes guys like you guys know me it's not my character i fucked up you know i, I put on that it wasn't you know whatever but, you know and you can apologize and those guys are going to be forgiving if you've built that equity with them where they go, hey, coach, we know who you are as a human being. What we'll be telling, though, to me is if players start to drop, then I go, OK, and you were looking for a reason to leave because in college football, you're kind of you're kind of you're, you're stuck, right? Like you can't just get up and leave without sitting out. Um, they kind of own you. It's really weird. So the if players now just start to dip out, then it tells you, OK, maybe this guy, maybe there's a reason. Uh, or maybe some of them just use as an excuse, like to get out from underneath him. Um, I've only seen one player come out now and go, "I'm not going back to kind of like I get an explanation on this or whatever it is." But right. so you know, hopefully, again, I'd like to think from a guy that you've seen defend players and all that stuff. But you just look at that, and I'm like, "You gotta be smarter in this climate, man! Like you just have to be." Like Starbucks is dumbasses with the you can't wear. Um, did you see that this no, week? I Starbucks didn't. when I was like, "Our our associates cannot wear." Anything related to Black Lives Matter. And while I get that you're a corporation and you have uniform standards and all this stuff, right? Like, it is the wrong time to take a stance on that, right? So then they had to backtrack really fast and go, no, no, we're gonna make our own shirts. And then we'll distribute those, you know, for the uniformity of it. But initially they're like, no, you're not allowed to wear any of that. Right. Well, Which again, I get, because if you're at a job where you have to wear a uniform, you know, I think right now things are so, uh, um, it, 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 it's so sensitive at the moment, right? Because it's, it's, it's a big thing, but, um, and rightfully so, so for you to come out right now, it's like pick your battles, man. You guys, you guys are coming out of this COVID thing, you're finally reopening shops. Like the last thing on my mind right now, if I'm running a Starbucks, is my employee showing up with a Black Lives Matter t shirt. Like that's that's the least of my worries. Um Don't they wear aprons anywhere? Yeah. And again, for you to come out and say they're not allowed to wear anything and then they had to backtrack within like hours because it just well, like course. no one sat in a board and went, guys, we're gonna do this and no one went, Yeah, that's probably a shitty idea right now. Why don't we just send them shirts that they can wear to say, hey, we're gonna support the cause and wear these because we want the uniformity. Right. We are trying to run a business here. So we do want to support you. Let's send out shirts ourselves. Don't, you know, uh, and who knows? Maybe that was the intent the entire time and the communication was <laughs> lax. But it's like, it's mind-blowing to they me. Sent how many the wrong people, person out there yep, to deliver the to the, yep, They said You know, that was the one person that volunteered. That, that was the one guy not working from home. They're like, who's here? <laughs> send Bob. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, man. All right, brother. On that note, I want you all to know this is something I want you all to know. Right now, I'm sweating my ass off. Yeah, for real. Juan has his place like a freaking sauna. (laughs) (laughs) Upgrades to the studio coming. (laughs) (laughs) But once again, thank you guys for listening. And, um, hit us up on you tell them where to hit us up because I forget on you,
0: YouTube Spotify uh, Apple Podcasts leave leave us a review man leave us some comments um, we're literally on any I mean we're on platforms that I've never even heard of as far as so we're on TuneIn we're on Podchaser we're I mean just everything man so so hit us up subscribe uh, send us notes Um, yo shout out to my brother-in-law Matt who's like basically our creative services department he's created the logos <laughs> and multiple versions of it by the way and Matt <laughs> Matt <laughs> Shout out to Matt uh, and, and was patient with us with, with all the changes and stuff and going back and forth, man. Uh, I love that guy, man. He, he made some cool stuff. Matt made me look handsome on the, <laughs> yeah, on the logo. We look good as cartoons. <laughs> I right, think y'all see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.